Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Now here's the best Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. Back again. Not as happy um, as I was last week with the NFL being back, preseason being back, because of how my lovely Eagles decide to say, eh, we're not going to play. You know, 35 nothing. Take it home. We're good. You know, we, we practiced against the Patriots all week. We're good. It, it was a disaster. Um, but I'll, I'll be talking about that a little bit later on. Um, have some other news to, to finish up here. This past Friday was the championship finale of the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series. First half of the season. Um, we've we have a new champ. Well, yeah, a new champion because Mitchell Adams was the back-to-back champion. He was going for the three-peat. Unfortunately, could not make it um, to the three-peat. Uh, I guess, you know, missed a couple races or, or whatnot. But um, a little bit of UFC talk at the end of the show here like we normally do. The UFC, though, it's supposed to be like it's UFC fight night. Um, Barboza and... I have to look up who he was, uh, who he's facing, but it's basically the Ultimate Fighter finale. Um, there's about three or four fights on there. That's uh, the guys that were on the show and mixed in with some of the UFC fighters as well. So, um, going to be an interesting card. But I mean, speaking of, of cards, uh, BKFC last week. Oh my god, I think I saw a dead man. I forget which fighter uh, fight it was, but guy just knocked out his opponent cold to the point they actually called the EMS in and I think it was more so because of how he landed uh, on his forehead basically you know maybe like a worry about a neck injury or whatnot but didn't hear anything bad come out of the, the situation so I mean I guess no news is good news so I mean that, that that's good um, but before we really dive into this show Make sure you guys head over to staytunesports.net so that way you can follow all of our social media accounts and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, on the right-hand side, there's you know our Facebook, Twitter. Just click it. It takes you right to the, 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 the homepage of our social medias. And like I said, you're going to want to follow and like them all because when football season kicks off, I'm going to be doing some type of a giveaway. Um, not quite sure yet. I'm kind of narrowing it down of what ideas I want to do and stuff like that but um you're gonna have to like and follow the show though 
so that way you know it pops up on your social media accounts um also on the website there if you go up to the top um is our merch tab we have the stay tuned sports podcast truck series t-shirt there for available for you shows uh, all the the racetracks we were at and you know if you buy a shirt and there's a race on there you're curious about hey you go over to youtube 3y tv and search for the the stay tuned sports podcast truck series and you can go rewatch the race that's a wonderful thing about youtube plus other things i guess too but uh but no yeah definitely head back over there because there's a lot of times that you know i got work the next day so that's what i end up doing myself so and then once you're done looking up all that um if you don't want to buy a shirt it's all fine it's all good not mad head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash st sports just another way if you want to um help support the show you can buy me a beer over there no it's not a real beer but you know um and speaking of which i just want to give a quick shout out to garrick Neeson. thank you for your your two beers you bought me uh much appreciate that so and then you know with the the show any of the segments whether it's past episodes or this episode if you don't agree with my opinions or you want to ask me a question or, or something like that you could actually call in you could call in and leave a message and i'll be able to put on the show and answer it right on the show for you so in order to do the, to do that sorry it's been a long day um all you gotta do is call 612 sts chat i mean you can't get much easier than that stay tuned sports chat sts you know come on now so with all that out of the way now, let's get into the nitty gritty uh, of the show here. So like I said, this past Friday was our um, finale race of the Stay Tuned Sports podcast truck series with the NSRA guys over on 3 uh, 3Y TV. And I mean, it was a hell of a year. Um, first half of the season, I, I think Peter even agreed with me on the um, during the race, we, I believe we had like five or six new race winners out of the first seven or eight races of the season. I mean, that's that's really cool. And it's not like each one was a blowout. I mean, each one came down to the line. Um, but then when the second half of the season kind of came about, uh, Andrew Himmelman kind of catch fire. You know, um, I mean, even going into the championship race here, he he won like five or six out of the last seven races. You know, so I mean, he he was pretty dominant. Um, and in the end, you know, spoilers alert here, uh, Andrew did win the championship with a dominating performance. Some um, some drama though. I mean, going into the race, the the four racers that were eligible for a championship. Were Andrew Hilberman, like I just said, uh, Stan Hausman, Chris Darling, and Matt Cherry. Um, race started off, and I believe it was lap 14, 15, somewhere around there. Uh, Matt Cherry got involved in an accident, pretty, pretty nasty, but he, you know, took it to the pits, tried to fix it up as best as he could. Unfortunately, could not. Get to where it could be competitive to, to try to overtake Andrew and, and win the championship. So he ended up 
Um, calling it quits around lap 96. Um, Christopher Darling, who the past two, three weeks, you know, before the, the, the chase even started, he was one of the guys that were on the bubble about, you know, making it in there or whatnot. And his luck kind of turned around a little bit because, I mean, obviously for him to go from possibly missing the chase to having a chance to win the championship, can't say that's all luck. I mean, you know, his luck did change, but, you know, he started to make some moves around the, the right guys and, and was able to get into the uh, championship race. But, like Matt Cherry, uh, I believe it was actually the the next caution. Um, he was taken out, again, pretty badly damaged uh, to the truck. He ended up calling it a nice. So now it's basically down to Stan Hausman and Andrew Himmelman. And secretly, I was kind of pulling for Stan uh, Hausman. I was watching his number you know, up on the, the live tracker. And he was right there. He's right there, like 5th, 6th, 7th place the whole night. And, I mean, really, when you're in that type of spot, and Andrew Himmelman did have uh, one little scare where he kind of spun out a little bit there. Um, that's all it takes when, when you're in 5th or 6th you know, spot to overtake that championship spot because these racers didn't need to win the race. All they had to do was finish the furthest above the other three. So if Andrew would have spun out, Stan would have passed him and quite possibly have won the race. But in the end, he didn't. He came in second in the championship race. Andrew Hillman ended up winning the race. Um, like I said, just a dominating uh, performance. I think he led like a little bit more than uh, uh, half of the, the laps. So Andrew Himmelman is our first ever Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series champion. Now the series is going to take a few weeks off. Uh, we come back September 17th. So if there's any drivers out there still looking to join a league or, or whatnot, you know, just head over to the NSRA page on Facebook, um, send them a message, they'll be able to send you their Discord link, and you'll be able to join that way, as well as if anybody wants to sponsor races or uh, be part of the, the next season, uh, do the same thing, head over there to the NSRA Facebook page, and they'll be able to give you any information, any questions that you um, may have. Yay! Eagles had their second preseason game last week. Kind of alluded to a little bit um, at, at the top of the show there against the Patriots. It was so terrible. I, I turned it off. Uh, I, I don't even think they were out of the first quarter. I was like, you know, I, I got work in the morning. I'd rather go to bed now instead of suffer through this and suffer being tired at work. And when I woke up, I did not see no 35 nothing. I mean... I know we were bad. Our offense could not move. It was the total opposite of what our offense was doing in our first preseason game. Now, Jalen Hurts didn't start because he had some type of stomach bug. So Joe Flacco got the start, which is kind of funny because after the first game, I'm in a couple Eagles uh, Facebook groups, and a lot of them are... You know, start Flacco over, over uh, Hurts. He, he looks so much better and this and that, the other thing. 
And I'm pretty sure I even said last week, like, listen, guys, maybe we should pump the brakes here. It's only one preseason game. Let's see how the rest of the preseason goes. Well, here you go. Now there's talk of, you know, get rid of Flacco. And uh, one thing I did see from um, Dan uh, Overlosky or whatever his name is from ESPN. And I would, I would be on board with this. Philly should trade for Gardner Minshew. You know, earlier today, uh, today's Wednesday, you guys listen to this Thursday, uh, Trevor Lawrence was named the week one starter for Jacksonville Jaguars. If I was Gardner Minshew, you know, I'd be asking for a trade. You know you're not going to start. You know they're going to stick with Lawrence unless he gets hurt. They didn't, you know, not, I don't want to say waste the first overall draft pick. I still don't think it's the right call to start him. I, I always believed, unless you're a Tom Brady right out of the gate, I, I always believe rookie quarterbacks will do better in the long run by sitting down at, at least half the year, if not the whole first year of their um, career. And especially with Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, you know, the running game took a hit with um, their rookie running back being out the year now. I mean, who's who's there for him, for Lawrence to help him out? You know, and so I think it's gonna be a long year for Lawrence. But if you know, give him uh, Gardner Minshew. If Philly could pull it off somehow and, and pull a trade, I don't know how the numbers would work. If they could try to trade Flacco for Minshew, you know, maybe throw in a couple of draft picks. I definitely would, because I know Philly has the the cap space now, after making a couple moves, um, restructuring contracts and stuff like that. Um, once again, though, the only thing that uh, was still the same compared to the first game was the backup defense, just terrible. They let Cam Newton and Mac Jones just walk down that field. And it was funny because, you know, they had joint practices during the week. And Kayvon Wallace, the, the, the Eagles' young safety, was chirping at Cam Newton all week, calling King Checkdown because Cam Newton wasn't, you know, taking shots or whatever. Cam Newton looked good. Okay, I mean, Grant, yeah, it, second and third strings that he was thrown against, but he wasn't checking down. So, I mean, in the end, Cam Newton definitely got the laugh, the last laugh. But this defense just, I mean, God help us if our starters start going down. It will be a longer season than what it might be already. You know, look at the schedule. I was thinking, like, maybe, maybe we could win seven games. And really, in that division, seven games will win you the, 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 the division. Um, but if we start getting some injuries... We're lucky if we win two games. So, I don't know what Howie Roseman could do. I mean, I'm sure there's no one out there on the streets now. Maybe he's waiting for some um, roster cuts to replace some of these pieces. But, we're, like I said, we're screwed if they go in with these backups. Now, they do play this, uh, their, their last preseason, preseason game against the Jets this Friday. 
And really what I want to see, one of the, 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 the main ones I want to see is a bounce-back game from Quiz Watkins. He was nowhere to be found in this game against the Patriots. Now, he didn't have the big play with Jalen Hurts. Almost did, if it wasn't for a pass interference that wasn't called. But he had a couple big plays with Joe Flacco. So he has more chemistry with Flacco. So I want to see a little bit of a bounce-back game from him. But with Jalen Hurts, I want to see Jalen Hurts start also and see him play with Devontae Smith because even though Devontae Smith only had two catches for uh, 19 yards, you got a glimpse of what he's going to bring to the table. You know, two catches for 19 yards on four targets, you figure he's probably going to get eight to ten targets a game. Even if you catch five or six of those, you know, it's still a decent game and a decent season if you keep that pace. And last aspect of the game I want to, you know, what I'm looking forward to seeing is these backups stepping up. This is the last game they have to show that they need that, that they should be on this team. Or at, at worst, get some more film so that you could go to another team and say, hey, I'm better than this guy that you got in your roster. Here's, a, here's my film. Just take a look. So definitely a better outcome from our, our backups. I want to see Jalen Hurts start getting a lot more chemistry with Devontae Smith, Rager, and Quiz Watkins. With the NFL season only 14 days away, I was thinking about this past week. Why not start talking about firing coaches? No, I, I don't mean right now, you know, but you know what coaches going into the season are on the hot seat the most? And I got my top three. You know, I, 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 at the end of the segment, I'll probably get my one who I think is going to not even make it half the season and, you know, who may make it the season and still have a job and then who's probably going to get fired after the season. So the first obvious one I think out there, Matt Nagy. You know, every year that he's been with the Chicago Bears, felt like he's had some type of quarterback issue. You know, Mitchell Trubisky unloading all those draft picks to move up to draft him only to really get one Pro Bowl season out of him. And yeah, you made the playoffs, but what else have you done? You really haven't done too much. I mean, that defense helped you a little bit. But offensively, you just haven't brought to the table what you're doing in Kansas City. Um, now, he has Andy. And here's another reason why I think he's even more on the hot seat to uh, really show and perform. You moved up to uh, draft Justin Fields, but yet you're going to start Andy Dahl. Now, I know I just said a little bit um, earlier in the show that I like to see rookie quarterbacks start the season on the bench and I still think Justin Fields will be better off by sitting on the bench but if I'm naggy if I'm showing that listen I had faith in this guy to tell you guys to to move up and and draft him then start him you know that's the first game uh, of the preseason he looked good 
this last game he got lit up you know pretty good but you gotta you know you gotta fall on the sword that you that you you, you got you know and that, that's moving up there to um draft fields and the other part of this that i believe is gonna haunt him and i think might be the final nail in the coffin for him you brought nick Foles in to be your starter and now he's your third string quarterback who you're paying four million dollars to that means third string quarterback probably won't be dressing and you're paying him four million dollars to sit at home now grant i know the gm has to sign off on things and, and the owner sometimes depending on i guess you know what kind of deal it is but you had to say hey listen i think this guy will work good in my offense he worked good in my offense in kansas city he's gonna work here good and as much as i like nick because he helped bring a super bowl to philly he's not that good wherever he's gone he really hasn't had a good career well I, I, let me take that back he's had a decent career but not hall of fame worthy or you know above average he, he's 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 a backup a four million dollar man my next guy that i have um on the hot seat zach taylor from the the Bengals. <clears throat> you drafted burrow last year don't blame you you, you needed a a quarterback to replace andy dalton and help out this offense that you're trying to bring in you get burrow hurt last year because no offensive line towards acl up you had the chance to get help in this past nfl draft with one of the best if not the best offensive line uh alignment rookie out there and you decide to take jamar chase which listen is not a bad pick at the time if you had offensive line you know you look at jalen hurts and Devonte smith in practices you see the chemistry there because they had it back in alabama i think this is why they drafted chase because they're hoping to get that that chemistry back and, and give him another weapon but the problem is when you're only having like two seconds to throw a ball you're not going to be able to connect with them that much and Burrow is going to get destroyed again. He's he's going to be lucky if he if he makes it out of the season healthy. And when you look at that division with the Steelers, the Browns, the Ravens, they're light years ahead of the Bengals. You know, so you you've had two high draft picks back-to-back years you gotta show some type of improvement this year otherwise you're, you're gonna be gone then my third choice <clears throat> for coaches on the hot seat Vic uh, Fangio probably screwed his name up sorry but from the Broncos the head coach from the Broncos this is a, a tricky situation here because he's defensive minded and has had some good defenses there since he's been there much like matt Nagy, he's had quarterback carousel since he's been there he has not had a a solid starter 
in a while. I mean, really, if you think about it, the last solid starter in Denver probably was Peyton Manning. And that's what going, what, five years now? Now, the, the sticky part of this, though, is there's rumors flowing around that after, I think I saw it either after this season or next season, the Broncos may be up for the sale, which means it's going to be a new owner. He's going to want his new his own GM. He's going to want his own coach. Doesn't want to, you know, you know there's going to not be any staff left over from that. But if he can figure out the quarterback situation, because they have weapons on the offense. It's just they need a competent quarterback. And actually, earlier today, Teddy Bridgewater was named Week 1 starter, which I believe is the right choice. Um, I think he's a good quarterback. And he showed it when Drew Brees was out for those five, six games last uh, two years ago. You know, so he, and when we went to the Panthers, he was average. And that's all the, the Broncos need right now is just a, a quarterback that can manage the game, doesn't need to throw 500 yards up a game, just manage the game, score 20, 25 points a game, and let that defense take over. Now, if he could get the quarterback situation figured out, I think he would buy himself another year. But if this Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke experiment doesn't work, he may be gone too. So out of these three coaches, the one that I see getting fired within the first first half of the season, I'm not going to say first four weeks, but first half of the season would be Matt Nagy. Just because he's screwed up every quarterback situation that they gave him. You know, the Nick Foles, Trubisky, and now possibly Justin Fields. The one that I could see getting fired after a season is Zach Taylor. Just because of the, the offensive line blundering during the draft. Now, if that offensive line somehow could coexist and... and keep Joe Burrow upright then maybe he'll save his job but if he gets Burrow hurt they're going to fire him very next day after the season's over and then with Vic like I said if if Teddy Bridgewater does what I think he'd do and just be average and manage the game I think Vic will have a, a, a job next year I don't think he'll get fired so that's my three picks. Who who's your top coach you think will be fired at some point during the season or after the season? Who do you think is on the hot seat? All you guys gotta do is call 612 STS chat. Let me know who you guys think will be fired or will will be fired at some point. Up next we have our combat corner segment which is sponsored by Bet Angles, live scores, odds, and the best expert picks every day. Start winning today at BetAngles.com. So, like I said, we have a UFC fight night, even though it's a UFC Ultimate Fighter finale show, how they, they used to do it. And I really only have three fights I'm going to pick from because I really don't watch this past Ultimate Fighter uh, season. Wanted to, just... Kind of honestly forgot about it. Um, so the three fights that I will be picking from 
is actually the main event Edson Barboza versus Giga Chikatse. Then we have Kevin Lee versus Daniel Rodriguez in the welterweight division. And then we have Mahmed Murodov versus Jerrell Marichart kicking off the show. So kicking off my picks here between those two, I'm going with Murodov. Um, he's, he's still semi-new to the UFC. He's 3-0 so far. Marichart is 2-3 in the last five fights. Okay, And with how they are cutting... Bigger name fighters from the roster, especially with the Ultimate Fighter uh, series coming to an end Saturday night. They're going to need roster spots. So if Marishart loses here, I could see him being released next week. And I think that's what's going to happen, unfortunately, because he is a good fighter, just that past few fights hasn't put them together. So I'm going with Murdoff there. Um, Kevin Lee versus Daniel Rodriguez. I'm a big believer in the whole longer layoff you have, the worse it's going to be for you when you come back. And that is why I'm picking Daniel Rodriguez. Kevin Lee hasn't fought in over a year. I think it was last March is when he fought. And when you look at the records, um, in his last five, he's two and three going against okay fighters. Rodriguez is 4-1 and just fought last month, so he's still in shape, you know, fight shape. I mean, Kevin Lee, you know, he has power and wrestling, but I think that layoff is going to really screw him up. And I think Rodriguez is going to win this one. The main event, Edson Barboza versus Giga Chikatse. It's, it's amazing how Edson Barboza was so close to being a number one contender and going for a title and now when you look back he's two and three in his last five fights but two of them were close fights they were split decisions so i mean he's still competitive but just amazing that he had such a good run and now he can't really get back going giga is five and all his last five and has two knockouts his last two fights um, plus, he's fought a lot better opponents compared to Barboza. So that's why I'm going with Giga here. And again, I mean, if Barboza loses here, does UFC cut him? That means he's 2-4 and four in his last six. And they're not big believers in, you know, losing records lately. So I think that is going to be it for our show this week. Um, make sure you guys head over to staytunesports.net. So you can click all of our social media accounts there, follow them for our giveaways when we start giving away during the NFL season, as well as our merch tab up top there. And then also visit www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports and go buy me a beer. Even though it says buy me a coffee, you can buy me a beer. And don't forget about our one segment I told you guys. Give me your opinions about who you think is on the hot seat. All you got to do is call 612-STS-CHAT to leave your opinion. And then I'll play it on the air next year uh, next week. And we'll have a good old time. So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.